listeners, it's finally happened. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from, Audible is the perfect way to listen to books on the go or at home on any device you can imagine. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash RLL, that's RLL for Red Light Library, to get a free audiobook of your choice with a free first month trial. It's awesome, guys. And this is coming from someone who's not even reading ad copy right now. I've just been a subscriber since 2014. It's an amazing service. Stay tuned for later in the episode. I'll give you a personal suggestion for a first audiobook if you haven't thought of one yet. AudibleTrial.com forward slash RLL. Enjoy the episode. You missed out on some fun talking about twerking the other week. Yeah, I heard. Which, yeah. Mm-hmm, not, not, not your thing. I definitely listened to that episode. <laughs> That's... I don't like know if you're trying to, to be unconvincing. Unconvincing. Wow. <laughs> I've had one glass of wine. Oh uh, my gosh. Do we have any more alcohol? There is alcohol downstairs. There's rum chata downstairs. I don't know what you got to put in it. We don't have anything. Oh, no, we have Bailey's. Can you can you pause this? Sure. Okay. <laughs> pause. I'm going to go get a drink. I just made the cold opening. There we go. Care to share with the listener what you got, Jackie? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it doesn't taste good. Warning, if adult content and sexual situations aren't your bag, this isn't the podcast for you, baby, because this is the Red Light Library, an erotica review show with only one rule. If it's available for sale, it's asking for criticism, because once you start charging for it, you're asking for it. So, it's rum chata, Bailey's, and ice cream. Okay. And milk. I found where you went wrong. (laughs) Yeah. You only need the one booze, Jackie. You only need to shut your fucking face, Gavin. Well, your flavor profiles are a little... You basically just made a cream monster. Yeah, well, I wanted a lot of booze. <laughs> and oh, all and... of our booze is locked up in cream-related items right now. Yeah. Oh. I might have to dump this out. <laughs> you can't handle it? Or can you not trust yourself to keep taking huge gulps of it even though you hate you wanna it? You want to try it? Not really. Try it. I will. Okay, for the podcast, I will try this. Here we go. That is that tastes like there is cookies and cream ice cream at work, but it's also disgusting. Yeah, it's awful. It tastes like liquid. It it's liquid magic shell and cookies and cream ice cream, and I don't know where the rum chata went, because <laughs> that tastes like Bailey's. You can taste it like that hotness. You're... There's like a warmth to it. I want to point out she started chata. consuming the drink like a cat with her tongue, thinking it might change it. No, I was looking up the chocolate. Blem. I was looking up the chocolate. Blem. I hate you. What? Welcome back to your patrons, the Red Light Library. Once again, I'm joined for the first time ever fucking ever. Well, no, there was that one time, but then we didn't post it. Fair, but still, she's back. It... I'm back. I was on. I was on vacation. Oh, well, they know. Head librarian. Jackie. Hey! And it's just like normal. We're back. We did it. I got. We I, did it. She's been a busy person in the real world. I have convinced her to spend a well earned night off reading a thing about fucking corn. And now you're going to hear about it too. Jackie, what are we talking about today? We're talking about corn dildos. <laughs> We're talking about Captain Future and the corn dildo from outer space. 
a pulp science fiction. Our first science fiction piece, and it's intentionally designed to be like a pulp piece. Allow me to blow out my candle. Why? Why? Why not? <laughs> it didn't. Not even a single lick. <laughs> I tried. It wanted to live. Terrible. It deserves it. It does. It wants to live. Anyway, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. There were uh, there were parts I was uncomfortable, but that being said, I honestly didn't mind it. Like it wasn't a bad book. It mm. wasn't a bad story. Am I close enough to this? Yeah, you're good. Okay. I jacked you up a little bit. You're fine. Uh, so let's start from the beginning. I clicked on my podcast app instead of my Kindle app. That's a little presumptuous of me. Let's listen to the episode and see what we thought about it. <sighs> Captain Future, the corn dildo from outer space. I waited in the body form chair, strapped down to keep from flying away. Monique applied just enough makeup on me to turn her pensive frown into a smile. Her already frizzy hair puffed out extra in zero G. Her ebony skin was a nice change of color, with the silver-white motif of the spaceship, clothing, equipment, and everything else. I noticed you highlighted zero G. Yeah, I highlighted zero G because I'd never seen it written like that. It's spelled Z E R O G E E. Yeah. And you're right. I've never seen it spelled like that, but hey, why I not? I mean, it works. We're having fun. I just fun. thought it was kind of uh, like, I was like, oh, okay, I've not seen it. I guess they're not wrong. <laughs> not really. So the basic, uh, the basics of the opening here are we are in the near future. Aliens have shown up. Aliens. Aliens. Aliens have shown okay. up. I'm not going to lie. Um, the part of the story before you get to the spaceship for me is kind of boring. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I just wasn't. I guess because I haven't read any of the other ones. No, this is so, the first one. Oh, this is the first one? This is one? the first one. I thought there wasn't one before. Oh, okay. No. Well, that's just background you're getting. Well. No, but they talk about how last time the aliens were here, they gave them tests, and last time... Yeah, but they were just basic puzzles. This is where it gets Yeah, but it also talks about how last time she and Greg, or whatever his name is, fucked. And she got tied up. Oh. I'm pretty sure there was one before this. Well, then I'll look into that. I thought this was the first one. I I went through steps. Anyway, regardless, um, yeah, there is a lot of build-up. It's basically a science fiction novel up until about three pages away from the end. Yeah, uh, the build-up was kind of boring. But once they get into the ship and stuff, it's, like, not as boring. Meanwhile, the guy who has a bookshelf full of science fiction novels thought it was kind of cool building up to the sex like that. Although, I was also into it from the idea of, like, this is a continuing story because I knew there were sequels. So okay, I like kind of setting up. <sighs> They're on the floor. Honestly, yeah, you just have a pile of books on the floor. And when I say a pile, I don't mean a nicely stacked pile. No, they were thrown there. I mean literally a thrown there. Trash pile of books. They're not trash. They're good. No, but there is a, it's it There's looks a book like written by a dead 14-year-old girl down there. Don't you talk shit oh, about it. That's rude, Gavin. What? Bring literally Esther Earl, she's she yeah, died before Yeah, but I didn't they... talk shit about it. You took she was part of the trash pile. You know who else died before their book was published? That Hamilton calendar that's out of date down there? And Frank. <laughs> I don't know if to qualify that as an anti-joke or an actual joke. I don't know what that is. And it's you, a fact. I it's also an want to point actual out, fact. For the listening public, she, as she told that joke, she took her hair tie out and took her ponytail down and presented her full hair as if like, fuck this. No, like, this is this is me. Hurting, the ponytail was hurting my head. That's oh. why I took it out. But still. All right. Captain Future's a fun character, though. 
Yeah, no, I like Captain Future. I at first thought it was a male character. Yeah. Well, she's basically Captain Kirk. Down yeah. to she's from a corn farm in like mm-hmm. Iowa or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like and she's super flirty with the people of the other gender. Like she trying to get fucked. No, just by, the one guy. Well, Greg. Is there another dude? Yeah, oh. Trevor or whatever. Oh, Trevor. Fuck. Yeah. I was thinking about the Russian chick and um What's her name? I don't know. The I think she's Chinese. Monique. No. The there's makeup a Chinese artist. Girl. There's also the Chinese woman. Yeah. Because there's representatives from each nation in hopes that Well, not really each nation, just the major general. Ones. So the basic idea is a few years ago, aliens showed up with basically a ship that's a series of puzzles. And once those puzzles were solved, they granted technology far beyond what we're capable of to the entire human race at the same time. Yes. But the key is the ship only opens for Captain Future, which is a fictional character played by a woman named... Captain Future. Well, no, she has a name. Sophia, I think. No, No, Sophia's Russian. Russian. Do they just call her Captain Future? Yeah, her name is actually Future. Her last name is Future. Future. Yeah, so Future is basically, you know... It says because her great-great-great-grandfather or whatever that immigrated to the United States wanted his name to reflect his love of the, the future. future. And so they named, like, he named himself Future, and that's now her name. And she joined the army and yeah. became a captain. And so her name is... <laughs> Captain Future. So basically, it's like if William Shatner was actually James T. Kirk, but didn't have the starship or anything, so she's forced as an actor to be Captain Future, including cameras and reality TV show coverage of it and everything. And now a second ship has shown up several years later, and we tune in just as her and a coalition of people from Russia and China and uh, uh, her American... United States and... What is the other one? Um, Australia? Something like that. The the idea is that they've all melded together. It's like Australia and, and In Asia. the future. When the in Asians the come. What the fuck, Gavin? What? Australia and Asia naturally would be one kind of governmental entity in the, in the future of this book. It's, are they, like, on... Why? That doesn't make... Is there something, like, scientifically... Not really. Okay. It's just the, it, it it's a writer's way to make a fourth group. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of Asians. There's a lot of Australians. Put them together real quick. So they all hop well, into not their. That many Australians. They hop into their space suits. Um, yeah. Which their space sh- suits are hilarious. Environment suits. Yeah, and like you touch, like all you have to do to make a hole in the suit is to think, hey, I need to scratch my butt. That's exactly the same example I was going to give. And seriously, like, that doesn't make any sense to me because it's like, why would you want a, like, hole in your spacesuit? Well, we know exactly why we want a hole in the spacesuit, but that's yeah. for that's for the logic of the erotica, not for the, lo- the logic of, like, a heart. Yeah, that's the true. The Expanse is not going to feature this technology yeah, anytime so, soon. I mean, in the book it makes sense and it's clever because it's... You don't have to take your your spacesuit off to get it on, so I guess it makes sense. And when you think of it like that, it's it is, yeah, it's clever. It's a means to an end. So they they jump into the spaceship. Um, they start moving around, and they come up on this room. There's some columns that aren't marked by anything. Captain Future walks up to a column, and an ear of corn appears. 
reminding her no, of her. No, 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 no. The corn wasn't first? No, it was a hamster. The Russian chick walks or up. Or a rat. No, yeah. it was a hamster, but it was like a special Russian breed of hamster. Yeah. The Russian officer walks up and a hamster appears, and it's like a very specific Russian breed of yeah, hamster. Yeah, she has to like touch this console thing, though. So when Captain Future touches it, corn, and then they figure out the it's like a replicator, but it only builds what's in your subconscious, or it only builds something you remember. Because then um, Captain Future touches it thinking about a blueberry, blueberry. Like, yeah, and it makes a blueberry, yeah. uh, and it's like exactly identical. Uh, so she puts the corn in a pocket in her spacesuit because reasons. She wants to keep it. And they start exploring the spaceship more. They come to a fork where there's three options. They Scooby gang split up, but they, uh, the natural inclination is that her and Greg? Yeah, I think that's his name. Greg, the beefy American Marine. that she wouldn't kick out of bed on Earth. God, I hate that saying. I hate that saying. It implies they get as people... far as the bed. Yeah, and then, and then they're, they're like, like, oh, oh wait, out. actually, I don't think you're attractive or you're not my type or whatever, so now I'm going to kick you out of bed. Put and that... I hate that saying so much. I've heard it so often, and I'm just like, it makes me want to, like, puke in my mouth. I get that it. beepus out of here. We ain't having no fun tonight. Right? I don't... I smiled and thought about what he said. Well, it wasn't something I'd seriously consider. Hang on. He's... Tr- and that's the thing. Her and Greg have been flirting hardcore about the idea And they've that had sex before. Just not in space. Right. And that's the gag. Like, he's... We can be the first people to have sex in zero G. Which, um, then she's like, yeah, probably not because the International Space, space Station. Station. Uh... So they decide to split up in a way that leaves Captain Future on her own. Greg is with the Russian and... Trevor, the Australian guy, and then May, I think her name is? Yeah. The Chinese one? Don't worry, because they're not gonna be here for the rest of the book. Yeah. This is basically an excuse to get Captain Future on her own. So, oh, actually, I just found a note I left, but that was wrong. Um, It says something about the cameras flying in behind them, and I thought that might have been left over from when... The ship yeah. had no gravity. No, I know, but it was confusing because it says it. it the way it's written, it they seems flew like in. she also flew yeah. in. It's like, kind of like their knees. It's Oxford comma situation, yeah. basically. Uh, but yeah, one thing to remember, and this is the only time where this is mentioned for the rest of the book until the big reveal at the end, there are little camera drones following them around and yeah. documenting everything. So she ends up walking down a corridor and then some monitors appear and it shows all the other people from the mission. And then on each person, it shows a different simplistic icon. On one, there's an electricity, like a little lightning bolt. On one, there's O2 with a line through it. Uh, And those two groups are in danger of being killed. And the power level starts to descend. All the lights in the ship start going down. (laughs) And then we start to realize the ship responds to emotional energy. What? And she starts getting horny for Greg because she's about to die because reasons. And the lights go for a second. And she's like, whoa. Hang on a second moment. I have established that I can make holes in my suit. I have a phallic object on me. And sexual energy makes the ship go. Let's fuck myself let's, with this coin. Let's coin. coin. Let's corn. put a coin in the slot. <laughs> Let's get some corn-tastic action going. Now, let me... I am so corny. Oh. No, not not me. Can you take that part out? 
Now that's gonna she be. She is corny. I'm gonna make is that. Is what a, I meant to say. I'm gonna make that a Twitter video now. Uh, dear listeners, don't forget you are eligible for a free audiobook from Audible of your choice just by going to audibletrial.com forward slash RLL and support the show while doing so. You can listen to anything from the newest books to the classics. In fact, there's a rising trend in celebrities narrating classics, so if you ever wanted to hear James Franco read Slaughterhouse-Five, who's pretty darn good at it, I would suggest that. But my personal suggestion this week is a book called We Are Legion, We Are Bob by Dennis E. Taylor, narrated by Ray Porter, who was fantastic. This was 2016's Audible Sci-Fi Book of the Year, and it shows the trilogy just finished last month. You can read all three books through Audible binge listen to them i've listened to the first book twice now it's awesome pick any book you want and you'll be satisfied with audible's easy listen guarantee there is no chance of getting a stinker if you download a book and you don't like it just use their return form and you will get your credit back immediately no questions asked audible is fantastic support the show support audible but even more importantly support your reading habits audibletrial.com forward slash rll uh she she slips one finger inside and the lights go up quote damn i need a generator like this at home pussy power indeed oh my god that was that was corny (laughs) uh i slipped another finger then another my ass bucked off the floor as my fingers went deep inside me i let out a long shaky moan (laughs) 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 Oh, and then, so she. (laughs) Okay, we're done. (laughs) All right, let's go. So she, the cool thing about this scene, or at least something I think is kind of cool, she basically builds a fake version of Greg in her head, who's playing like Dom Sub a little bit. Yeah. Um, faster future, whispered Greg's ghost. Lives are in danger. Fuck yourself like never before. (laughs) I bit my upper lip and nodded as my slick fingers went deep inside me. Loud squishing sounds went through the corridors as my wetness clung to my fingers. How loud is your vagina? (laughs) Also, that sounds awful. But another thing that I wanted to bring up is so, okay, so how hilarious do you think it would be to, like, see her doing this and to her to be, like, responding to Greg, but you can't hear Oh, you can't see him? And you can't see him. So it's just, like, her just saying, like random things and you're just like oh oh because actually that brings up you highlighted this and that's perfect um he goes there's the wetness down the hallway thing and then he goes faster slut he whispered she goes i'm I'm not not a slut slut. so from the perspective of the camera outside it's just her sitting there she starts (laughs) masturbating really loudly and goes i'm not a slut yeah (laughs) like she's telling herself this i kind of want to film this now I want to make, I want like soft lighting and like porny music and Greg's there and he's like, do it slut and all that shit. And then harsh blue, sad lighting on Captain Future alone in a hallway. And it's not a slut. I'm not a slut. And like, there's one lone camera drone. Did you hear that? What? (laughs) I'm not a slut. I am. Are you slut cat? You slut? Slots only. Come here. You have two cats to choose from. No, just the one. You have one cat to choose from. Choose wisely. And the dog's gone. Okay, pause. Pausing. Well, we're not actually, but we'll say we Hi. did. Hey, again! Oh. The cat. 
The cat I said to pause. The cat ran away. He ran away. He I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't pause it because you react like this every time your he cat runs away. Fucking does this all the time. He comes up to me and he's like, "Oh, love me, pet me. I love you, human." And then I go to pet him and he turns around and runs away. I feel like I need to call up a therapy podcast and have you and Todd be on it. Uh, I'm not a slut. Yes, you are. He hissed. You're on the floor fucking yourself. Your juice is all over my clo- your clo- my clothes, your clothes and floor. Do you want my dick inside your pussy? I nodded. <laughs> You're not getting it. Um, and then he goes, there's something else you can use. She goes, the corn. Like she thinks of the corn so fast. <laughs> the corn. She's done this before. You know she has. <laughs> She's a corn farmer. She goes, the corn. And he goes, what do you care? It's dick shaped. Um, there's several problems with this. Yeah. There uh, are. Again, with the whole bits of corn, corn kernels falling off and like getting shoved up your vagina. We didn't establish. It isn't in a husk, at least. It's just an ear of corn. So that's good. There's no well, like because she's already peeled the husk back. There's no but the hairs. There's so there's hairs. still hairs. There's still the silk. My body shivered as the corn ear touched my slickness. Ugh. It was more mental than anything at this point. Yeah. I pushed the ear of corn toward me, or I pressed myself towards it in the foggy dream of desire. I couldn't tell. What? One second it was rubbing against my slit. Then I found. Then I. Then it was inside me, pressing forward as I ground against me. Fuck me, Greg! I shouted. Please fuck me hard. Hurt me. Get your dick inside me. <laughs> uh, mentally, I knew it was an ear of corn, but <laughs> but damn if it didn't suffice. Mentally, I mean, I knew that it wasn't Greg. I knew it was corn, but I I I knew, but I'm not a slut. <laughs> okay, slut. here comes your least favorite line in the whole book. Brace yourself. Um, I plunged the corn as deep as I could into my warm slit, as deep as it would while still being able to get a grip on it. A grip that wasn't easy to do for my slick pussy juice all over the vegetable. Oh my god, that makes that is so gross. See, this is what corn holders are for. Oh my god, Gavin. I made that joke about an hour ago and I've been saving it just for now. Yeah, I know. Don't oh, write, are you don't, fucking serious? Don't write on my box. I'm gonna put a heart on your box. Well, thank you, but... uh, (laughs) Let's not use that terminology. So we're near the end here. Um, She masturbates to to successful conclusions, saving everybody, and now the whole world has the ability to run their house off generators using Fiex. Yeah. Uh, Which is a revolutionary thing. Um, There are gonna be a lot more babies now. We also got a power source based on emotional output, thus ensuring horny people all over the planet would never be without power. I'm sure that made people all over the planet and colonies happy. Honey, come to bed and help pay the power bill. As for me, well, my fame increased. Not so much for any other for another successful mission, although everyone on Earth was happy about that. It seems in my corn lust, I forgot about the hover cameras and my own smart goggles, which recorded everything. Sophia was amused, Greg intrigued, and Hollywood interested. Captain Future and the Corn Dildo became a movie and even a best-selling piece of e-reader erotica. Hey! At that point, why fight fate? Just ride it out, Captain Future. First woman to fuck herself with an ear of corn on an alien spaceship. Top that, Sophia. 
Yeah, she can't. And fade to black applause. That was Captain Future in the corn dildo. Now, you might not think the build-up was that good, but how was it for funny? It was funny. It was good. I would recommend it. <laughs> it sounds like I beat that into you while we were off cam. <laughs> You're going to say you fucking liked it. Yeah, no, I did like it, though. This is pretty good. And I think it was a pretty good first sci-fi piece for us to do. There's a lot of... When you look up sci-fi stuff, there's a lot of an alien came and impregnated me or I impregnated an alien. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of sex for it's like boring sex in yeah. alien stuff. I don't know why. But it was funny <clears throat> and it made me uncomfortable, but not so uncomfortable that I didn't that I was like I can't do this. Welcome you know? to the show. It wasn't like bad, you know. This is the, this is our uh this is our formula and for the And it was re- unique. It honestly yeah. is. It was it's, original. It's an original idea. Yeah. This is uh, the formula of the Red Light Library. I find stuff that's just inside Jackie's comfort zone so we can actually talk it's about it. It's not just inside Jackie's comfort zone. It's just outside Jackie's comfort Far zone. Far on... The light of the campfire <clears throat> of your comfort zone is barely illuminating this book. Yes. It's not like the dinosaur rape thing that we did that I was like, what the fuck, Gavin? Yeah, that... Well... We did four in a row. Yeah. It was a little much. Yeah. <laughs> Dinosaur month was, that's why I left. Speaking of, if you want to hear about stories we haven't done on the show or never will do on the show, tune in in two weeks when Jackie will be back again. And we're going to be talking about stories we're never doing for various reasons. It's going to be dope. Well. It's going to be dope hearing how hard these things failed, basically. Yeah. Uh, and you just reminded me of another one. A that complete we... and total waste of time. That too. Thank you so much, dear patron, for listening. I have been your head librarian, Gavin. I'm Jackie. And if you want to support the show, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That helps out quite a lot on exposure. And you can follow us on Twitter at Red Light Library. And if you want to throw a few bucks our way, patreon.com forward slash red light library. Unfortunately, you have to do that. You can't just search us on Patreon because we're an adult Patreon. Also, I've just updated it with new pictures and text and everything. It's so fancy. Check it out. Until next time, see you later, space cadets. Lame. <laughs>